welcome back to another episode of Have a Seat, Conversations with Women in the Workplace podcast. I am your host, Deborah Coleman. And before we get to today's solo show or mini cast, as I like to call them, I just wanted to um, give you guys some information on PodPage. PodPage is the website host I use to host my podcast website. Many of you have asked me, where, where do you host your podcast website? How did you build it? Do you even have a podcast website? And is it even necessary? Those are some of the top questions I get. And so I thought I would provide information to those of you who would like to know on who I use, which is PodPage. PodPage is fairly new to the scene, but they are growing in amazing ways. For many, for many, when I first started off, I didn't know any better, and I had my podcast webpage housed on a traditional webpage. But it was so robust, it was so large, it was way too much for what I wanted to do, which was basically just host or place my website, my web, my podcast shows on. A web a website. I didn't want a whole lot of bells and whistles. I just wanted a place where people could go to check out my catalog of shows, and that is exactly where PodPage has come in. Their pricing is phenomenal. They actually have like a trial run. You can use them for free. Build a website, check it out, see how it's working for you. And if you like it, if you like what they're about, then you can look into their pricing packages. I started small and I have now grown a little bigger. I now like go to, I I moved myself up to the next package um, because I just have a lot more content and I wanted to do a lot more things. But feel free, check them out. I will have a link to them in my show notes. Click it, look around, see what you like, check out my page, see what you like. They are highly customizable, easy to maneuver. Trust me, if a non-social like social media girl like me can actually design and, and maintain a website, you can too. Um, so check them out. Again, I'll have a link to my show notes. And if you like what you see, use my affiliate link to get your own account and your own pod page. You won't be sorry. And if you do, give me a shout out and maybe we can compare notes and we can share our knowledge on how to better build our podcast web pages. All right, y'all, without further ado, here is my mini cast. Enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another solo show, a mini cast episode, if you will. Um, for those of you that follow me, you know that that's what I call these little solo shows, little mini casts, um, where I just take a break from my usual programming of wonderful interviews and um, just share a little bit about maybe what's been going on with me or if I come across an interesting article that I want to share or discuss. So if you will... It, indulge me these next few minutes. I just wanted to kind of share with you a little bit about what has been going on with me. Um, for those of you that may not know, and for those of you that do, um, <laughs> some of you already know, but I was one of those people who was fortunate and lucky enough to transition to a new position that during this entire pandemic period we find ourselves in. Um, for those of you that, you know, maybe don't know. Um, I work for a university here in Nevada and, um, 
I started in as an ad administrative assistant two years ago at this at this university, and then I recently, in October, well, not too recently, but back in October, I transitioned into an executive assistant position. So I was very excited. Um, it was it was a great opportunity. You know, um, those of you that work in higher ed know that sometimes these types of opportunities and um, and um, positions for advancement don't really come up as often as we might be ready for or would like. So when this came up, I threw my hat in the ring and lo and behold, they were crazy enough to hire me. So um, anyway, it was great to transition to another office on campus. This one is supporting um, leadership, campus leadership and administration. And I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, it's a good way to get another view of campus life and to just increase my knowledge base. That's exactly how I look at it. At it. Um, but I have had similar positions in the past supporting um, upper administration in higher education at other universities. So this really aligns well with, with my career trajectory and my career growth. Uh, so I was thrilled. Nonetheless, um, I uh, took the place of an executive assistant who was retiring and she was so beloved by so many. So I knew I had big shoes to fill. Um, she retired, but she agreed to come back for a week to train with me in person, all masked up and social distance and hand sanitized. We managed to get through it. So I just, what that's kind of what I wanted to talk about really quickly is just, um, for those of you who might be looking at transitioning to another position, may be looking for a new career, um, who may be starting some, a new position like I did, or maybe, you know, you aren't, and you're just looking for a, just a, something different to do in your current role, I'm here to tell you it can be done. Um, when the pandemic started, you know, I read article after article and testimony after testimony of people who had done it, and my knee-jerk reaction was, wow, good for you guys. That's amazing. Like, I can't even imagine with everything else going on, learning a new job or transitioning into something else, but... I have to say, you know, I stand corrected. I think that it can be done. I am a testament to that. And honestly, it, for me, and maybe because I transitioned to a new position in my current organization. So there's a little disclaimer there. I didn't really have to learn new procedures and policies and a whole new culture because I was already in it. I just transitioned to a different office um, and, and a different position, of course, and all that comes with that. But um so it, it can be done. And it was very interesting. Let me just start with applying and interviewing. Okay, applying was the same way. It's all done electronically. But then when it came to um, interviewing, it was all done, of course, through video as the, as the norm, pretty much. I think interviewing through video was a pretty like hot topic and, and widely done even pre-pandemic. But I think, of course, when 2020 hit, it really became the norm. So um, that really wasn't that bad. Of course, you know, the challenge was finding a quiet place at home, you know, letting everybody under the roof know, hey, do not bother me. I have yellow tape here. Do not come up to me. I am interviewing. So, um, you know, finding that quiet time, allocating that time for myself. And then, Having the interview be conducted entirely through video, um, as many of you know, you know, you're looking at this like screen of all these faces in front of you. And for those of you who may be more familiar with higher education or education period, it's not so much interviewing one-on-one, -on -one, but you are oftentimes put in front of and interviewing with a panel of folks. Um, 
So again, you have that panel in front of you, all the like Brady Bunch style, right? All these faces. And um, you're, you're just, you're hoping that you're coming across well, that your video is okay, your lighting is what is okay. I mean, you do all the things prior, you know, you prep yourself, you do little mock trial runs, you play with your lighting, you play with what's behind you. Like, okay, is that wall appropriate? What's on that wall? What do I have? You know? Um, so you do all the things, but it's still, it's, it was a little challenging, but also for me, it was also kind of fun. And it, and it kind of took the pressure off a little bit because as I transitioned from interview to interview, um, you know, there was an interview one-on-one with the hiring committee, and then there was an interview with the group, like who would be your future teammates, right? And then there was an interview one-on-one again with the um direct report. So in my case, it was the acting vice provost because at that point we didn't have, my team didn't have a, an official boss. We had someone acting in the interim role. So, um, it was interviewing one-on-one with that person. And so through each transition, I had about five to 10 minutes of like off camera time, um, where I could kind of catch my breath, drink some water, kind of check the mirror, make sure everything was still okay. Um, And that was fine. It actually was totally fine. It gave me, I appreciated those minutes. I took them, centered myself, read over my material again, you know, just sort of like psych myself out for all those like pre-answers you have ready to go in your head. I mean, hands raised, we all do that. Um, And so anyway, it it went okay, obviously, (laughs) because I I scored the position. Um, Again, they were crazy enough to hire me and it was exciting. So onboarding was fun. Um, Again, I am taking it from a different perspective because I was already a part of the organization. So I didn't have to do all the HR things, not too many. I mean, there were a few things that I had to do because I was changing positions. It was a promotional opportunity for me, a promotion. So there was some like backend stuff I had to fill out HR wise. But again, it was all sent electronically. And like many of you out there, we have an in-house operation system that is financial and human capital related. So everything was just passed through that inner you know, platform and, you know, you electronically sign, you hit submit and that sort of thing. So that went really smoothly. Um, So there it was. I, you know, left my former position and then started a new one. Um, And I gave, you know, a two week, no, two and a half week notice. So because I really wanted my old department to be set, 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 you know, as set as they possibly could. So um, I started. And then, like I said, I took over a role for um, an outgoing EA. And as I mentioned, she was gracious enough to come back and work with me. So we scheduled a time to meet back on campus. And um, again, it was quiet. I mean, there was no one around, right? Because the campus was closed um, due to the pandemic. And so, and this was again in October. So things were still pretty hot, Um, no vaccines or anything, but we did it. We, again, social distance, masked up, hand sanitized, but it was so wonderful having a week. I was lucky. I had a week of FaceTime with this individual, just her and I. So all you other administrative professionals out there, think about it. I'm, we have all transitioned to, to you know, new roles where there was nobody, right? It was like, figure it out. Bye, you know? Um, and so I was so blessed to have I mean, about, I would say about 30 to 35 hours, as it turned out, you know, with this woman face-to-face, hands-on. I basically shadowed her, but here's a cherry on the, on the Sunday. No one was around, you guys. There was <laughs> minimal interruptions. We all know how that is. If you are lucky enough to train with somebody or to get like an hour or two or whatever or a day, 
it is fraught with interruptions, right? Up and down, up and down all the time. Stop, stop, stop. But those interruptions are actually kind of good because you get to see how it really is, like what the real issues are, what the real questions are, who your you know teammates are, all that. But so it was really great that we didn't have that. But mostly, I mean, in this instance, it was great because I had to take everything that I learned from her that week and move it back to remote status. So I learned face-to-face you know, with her in the office, you know, boots on the ground. But then I had to take all of that and take it back home with me and apply it in a remote atmosphere or a remote environment. So it was challenging. I'm not going to lie. It really was to learn a new role, to learn personalities and learn how the department works, learn what she did, what's expected in the role, all of this remotely. Um, and, and as I mentioned before, we didn't have an official boss. So I was hired before my direct report who I would directly be supporting our, our vice provost. So, um, that is another layer entirely, but it was so transitioning to remote work, um, under those conditions while learning a new job, it definitely brought us challenges. Um, but I did it. I just pulled up my bootstraps and just said, I've got this. And it was nice because I had been working remote previously. So it, that part wasn't different. It was just, okay, am I doing all the things? Am I, do I have, like I was constantly and I constantly, and I am still like double checking myself. Do I have this? Do I have this? Am I doing this? Did I send that? Cause everything is remote. So you, you can't just like walk into someone's office. Hey, so-and-so did I send you that email? Okay. Are we good with it? Where we're at right now with that project? Okay. So we're waiting to hear back. So just to confirm, you know, those little drop-in conversations that you have, they weren't gone necessarily. They just took on a different light. Like they just look differently, right? It was a lot of IMing, a lot of emails back and forth, a lot of, can you hop on a video call really quick kind of thing, which was fine. You know, it, it all worked out. It just, again, it just looked different. Um, and then we hired our, our boss. So I was operating for about a month um, with the interim, getting to know my teammates and getting to know the department, understanding my role a little bit better, seeing how I fit in. Um, and, you know, as, as we all know, as administrative professionals, nothing stops. Like I can't just say, okay, can y'all just ignore me for five days while I kind of get up to snuff? No, life still happens, right? Work still happens. Stuff is still being passed along to me and all that fun stuff, which is great. Again, I, that's how I learned. I learned by doing. So, um, then we got to hire our VP and that was fun, right? To be a part of that hiring process. Um, and, uh, so they were brought on board and I couldn't be happier. I get along great with um, my vice provost. We think along the same lines, basically in a nutshell, we both believe and operate under the credo of work smarter, not harder. And so she's coming in with fresh eyes. I'm coming in with fresh eyes. We're both new, like within a month or two of each other. And we're learning at the same time, both in-house hires. So that's a huge plus, right? Um, So it's been great. Not to make this episode too long, because I promised a solo, quick solo show, but getting to, you know, understand her work style, working with her, getting to know her, um, seeing how she all fits, how we all fit together now, now that we have a boss, um, has been exciting nonetheless. Um, and it's a challenge I welcome and it's all being done remotely. (laughs) So, um, it has really been, you know, I, again, I, I started in October, it's now February when I'm recording this and, um, it's really been, it's been interesting. You know, I've really had to up my game in other areas that aren't related to 
soft skills necessarily, because I really pride myself on having pretty strong soft skills. I read people pretty well. Um, I think I could do better in my communication skills, but um, I am personality plus at work. I have a total open door policy. I, you know, say yes, and I say no more to um, and all that. So I had to find a way to transition all of that into a remote personality to still convey all of that through a remote audience and through remote tools. So I think I've been doing pretty good with it. I've had a few like hiccups along the way as we all have and do, which are minor, honestly, but you know, we're our worst critics. So um, I definitely look at it as a learning opportunity, you know, okay, instead of doing that, I'll do that next time. Um, But then I think the biggest challenge, honestly, for me guys is learning other people's personality and learning others' work styles through the remote environment. Um, It's, you know, you learn about it through email communications and, you know, honest conversations through IM and video chat. So it's different. Again, instead of that quick, you know, pop into the office or that meeting or where you can talk face-to-face, you can see like, you know, physical you know, expressions, nonverbal, you have all that's gone. So the challenge has been to reinvent that or replicate that knowledge in a remote environment. So um, like I said, the workload and all of that is fine. I got it. I can handle it. It's not a problem. It's more of the other stuff. It's the, you know, reading the room stuff. It's the emotional intelligence. It's the, you know, soft skills. So that's, if anything, has been a challenge for me in starting a new role in a remote environment. So, but it's going well. I am excited to um, officially be an executive assistant on paper. Um, Again, I see where there are definitely um, different responsibilities and expectations and definitely confidentiality. Um, I am privy to a lot of information that I wasn't privy to before, and um, it's an honor. It's an honor to be a part of that world and to learn. Um, But the major plus is that I've also been introduced and have gotten to know quite a few other executive assistants on campus. It has been so, so awesome um, to, to meet them and to collaborate with them and to work with them. You know, before I may have seen their name, but not really had a lot of opportunity to work with them just because our paths didn't cross in that way. Um, But now they are crossing and it's been so amazing. I feel like I'm building a small network on campus and I have a small network of people that I can reach out to for advice and support and guidance. So it's really been exciting. And I have learned as I meet these fabulous people um, to ask, so what's it like being an executive assistant in our world? You know, and in at this university specifically, what's it like for you? What's it been like for you? Because many of the ones I'm meeting, some of them are new like me, but many of them are like double digit. Like they've been in this role for double digits, like I'm talking 10 years or more. So these are the fierce females that I'm like so excited to connect with because it's like, hey, they know where the bodies are buried and they've done it and they know the best like route to get there. So I'm really at this stage, I am just a sponge. I'm soaking it all up. Um, But I'm also learning boundaries. I'm also learning, um, shout out to Annie Croner, who recently did a session on how to say no and respect boundaries. And um, I am definitely learning that because in a remote environment, that still applies. You know, even now in a new role, especially, we want to be that yes person. We want to like, yep, I got it. Yep, yep, yep. But I'm starting to recognize that it's also okay and actually safe to say 
I don't have the bandwidth for that right now, but let me see what else I can do. Or maybe how urgent is this? Can we sit on this for a week until I get this event done and then circle back? You know, that sort of, that kind of dialogue, that kind of communication um, I see is very vital in this role. But it's been great. I am loving this EA journey so far and learning more about my organization, my employers, my administrators, my leadership teams, um, and in, in a remote environment. So for those of you, again, circling back who might be you know, looking at transitioning yourself or facing um, a new role under these circumstances, I say go for it and much luck to you. I know you will be fabulous and they will be lucky to have you. And yes, it might look different. Um, I know you can handle it. I know you'll be able to handle it. And you may find that there may be some pluses to doing it this way, to starting off this way. So... Anyway, all right, guys. Well, that's my share for today. If you have some thoughts on this or you yourself had made, have made a transition in this pandemic era, please come on the show. Let's talk about your journey and how it's been for you. I would love to hear it. All right, guys. Well, as always, you will find additional mini cast and solo episodes um, on my website. You will find a link to that in the show notes. So please give my website a look-see. You will find additional conversations with other fierce, fabulous females. So maybe there'll be another um, conversation there in my library of shows that might pique your interest. So go ahead and hit play and take a listen. And feel free to connect with me. I also have a a contact form on the website, so please utilize that. It is there for you to connect with me, and I would love to hear from you. All right, guys, as always, take care, have a wonderful week, and stay safe and be well.